Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. Ladies and gentlemen, in the first day in history on I Work For Him, I have a scheduling error. And it's all my fault, and so we're just going to have some fun today. We've got in studio with us Dan Schock, area director of CBMC, a ministry that is exploding literally in Tampa Bay, ministering to, work, to business people in their workplace all day long. Dan, two years ago, CBMC was just a little blip on the radar. Today, you said you have over 46 events planned for 2016. 46 events are on the books for 2016. Marketplace ministry is what we do. All the credit goes to God, but uh, it has really blown up. And that's exciting because because even if you were even if you had 146 events, there's still Christ-following business people out there in Tampa Bay that aren't they don't know about CBMC, and that's what we're talking about today on the radio. Right. Well, we're we're also discovering that there's a lot of people of faith out there that work, that are vocational, that, uh, you know, they want to share their faith in their marketplace. And so that's where CBMC comes in. We just help people become effective ambassadors for Christ right where they work. And that's what we're going to talk about during the show today. We also have on us very special guests, Luke and Dave, and Dave and Luke, but Randy's still back at the office from Bel Air Wealth Management. Luke and Dave are longtime supporters of the show, and, and we had a show scheduled 
for today, apparently, as well, talking about market emotions and the emotions of dealing with the marketplace. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a, we're going to do a round table on this one. Dan's got some a pretty big event we're going to talk about that's coming up on February 11th. Luke and Dave have have all of the market emotions to talk about from the last several weeks on the air. And and because I know that these guys are all business people, this ought to be a really interesting discussion. First of all, gentlemen, let me just apologize to all of you for for making this schedule more exciting than it was supposed to be. But as I said in our prayer time before we went on the air, God had something in mind here, so I'm looking for that to, to come out. So Amen. let's just let's just start with first of all, how is Jesus Christ making a difference in your life today, Dave Cruz? Ooh. Every day, um, especially during this time, you mentioned the emotions that come into the marketplace, and a lot of people panic and and get real worried about it. But but uh, with faith in God, you know things turn out in our favor. Uh, also studying Revelation and Bible Study Fellowship, and a shout out to all the BSF guys out there tonight. But um, there is no panic with Jesus. We have peace no matter what happens. Uh, the, the stock market's a fun investment tool for us, <laughs> but... but uh, but we have the peace set. Fun. We know, we know who's in control. It's not fun right now. It is oh, fun. It, it, it is, is fun, fun because it's, you know what? There's great. there's some stuff. There's some really good buys out there. No, right now. Exactly. Dan Shock, father of one, getting ready to be father of two. When's the second one due? Eight weeks. I knew it was coming, up really, I knew it's coming up really, really close. How is Christ making a difference in your life today? You, you've obviously seen the hand of the Lord in your ministry each and every day, and as it ex, as exploding, God is trusting you with this growing responsibility. How do you see Christ's hand in all that? Well, I certainly want to just appreciate the guys that I'm on the air with right now, Luke and David. I used to be a financial planner, and it's not for the faint of heart. And you need uh, somebody that's that ha- shares the same values, especially as a Christian, to help guide a process like that. And I really appreciate that they uh, they do that. Yeah. You know, I was a businessman for a long time, and uh, I had a a training business as well. And one of the things that we did in the training business around this time of the year was we'd set goals, and we'd help people to set goals, just like these guys probably help, help people set financial goals. And now I'm in the business of helping people set spiritual goals. So as the Lord's been ministering to me and growing me, I'm helping people to start to, to visualize not only setting their goals for the year, but starting to think about setting spiritual goals for the year, like evangelism. How am I going to share my faith this year? Do you have it on the calendar? Uh, how am I going to work with the Great Commission and disciple other peoples or get discipled? Do you have something on your calendar? That's how Jesus has been ministering to me now, using me as a hybrid businessman and a person of faith. That's pretty cool. Luke, you brought your youngest. Giovanni's in the studio with us today. First time Giovanni in the studio. Very excited <laughs> to have you here today, Giovanni. Yeah, Giovanni. That's right. So Luke, how, as a father of two, as a as a husband of one, which that's a good thing, yeah. uh, how is Christ making a difference in your life today? Colossians 3.23, you know, it's, uh, it's whatever you do, you do it for the Lord. You don't do it for man. And I think uh, my dad shared that scripture with me one day and you know, because it talks about just uh, in the workplace and you know, in, in life or in anything you do, if you remember who you're doing it for, who you're ultimately accountable for, just like your show, you work for him. You work for who? Well, that's Colossians 3.23, and that's become my life verse. Amen. All right. We've got in studio today Dan Schock. He's the area director with CBMC. Check out his website, BeHisAmbassador.com. And we got Luke and Dave and Dave and Luke from Bel Air Wealth Management. Find them online at BelAirWealthManagement.com. And uh, we, this is a scheduling mix-up on my part, but really, I, I, the Lord never makes mistakes, so I'm excited about the di- the dynamics in, in this room as uh, we've got guys passionate about the Lord, and they've got commonality in that uh, Dan Schock used to be a financial advisor, and so we've got some commonality here. But Dan, I want to start off with, 
Marketplace Ambassador Luncheon. Coming up on February 11th. I've gotten to go to just one, and it's my fault. I'm sorry. But it was phenomenal. That was it. Todd Hopkins was speaking the time that I got to go. But you've got a very special guest coming up to speak, and that's not why we're just talking about this today. But you have a really special speaker coming up on the 11th of February. Yeah, so February 11th, we're going to have a luncheon that's designed for Christian business people to come together and and share as people of faith what does it look like to walk out our faith in the marketplace our our special guest that's going to be speaking at the luncheon is none other than the general manager of our station here barb yoder and uh, she's a tremendous speaker she's spoken at events for me before and i would just encourage everybody to check out the website behisambassador.com and come out to this luncheon february 11th at the center club of tampa you're really going to enjoy networking with uh, the other business people uh, of faith and also learning what it looks like to be an ambassador for Christ where we work. And this event, talk about it. I mean, it starts at 1130, goes to one o'clock, but there's networking ahead of time at, at 11 yeah, o'clock. Yeah, we're going to open it up at 11 o'clock because we want to have people have the opportunity to come and network and share business cards and, and get to know each other. You know, the event starts at 1130, but show up 30 minutes earlier at 11 at the Center Club so you can get to know some of the people that that uh, are people of faith in the marketplace in Tampa. There's a lot of us, by the way. There's a lot. Absolutely, there's a lot. I mean, as I figured, there's probably about 5,000 Christian business owners in Tampa Bay. Based on the 30,000 total, and we got maybe 20% of them are, are Christ followers, five or 6,000. The The ministry of CBMC is to the, is to the business person. That's right. Christian Businessmen's Connection. But it's not just for men anymore because the ambassador stuff, you've got not only a Be His Ambassador, which is co-ed, you also have co-ed studies, or you've got women's studies and men's studies. you got both. Right. So basically what our mission is this. We're very, very focused on how to help the business person of Tampa Bay become effective as an ambassador for Christ, how to represent Christ uh, like it says in 2 Corinthians 5.20. If you're a believer in Christ, you're called to be his ambassador. So for everybody that's not 100% sure of what your calling is from God, read 2 Corinthians 5.20. You are called to be his representative wherever you go, whether you're driving home in traffic right now, in your marriage, at home, to your neighbor, and mostly at work because we spend the majority of our waking hours at work. Yes, we do. So that's a calling from God that we all share. So this Marketplace Ambassador Initiative, this luncheon that we do every other month, it's designed to help business people uh, answer that call. I am an ambassador for Christ, but the question becomes, how effective am I as an ambassador for Christ? And we train during these lunches how to become more effective in our ambassadorship. And the really cool part is you're sitting at a round table with other like-minded people who want exactly the same thing, and you're struggling with the same thing. You get to pray with these people, share with these people. It's an encouraging event, and you're making connections around Tampa Bay with other like-minded Christ followers who just want to figure out how to connect their faith to their workplace. It's pretty neat. Like I said, that ties right in with Bible study fellowship. I think the one thing we learned from Revelation so far is the time is urgent. For those that do not believe, it's short. So we need to be ambassadors like yesterday. And and if we know people that are not saved, we have to get in their face. Well, and you guys dealing with people's finances, Luke and Dave, as you guys help people as their advisors, you're trying to help them get a grasp on where things are today, how they can meet their goals in the future, how they can still live a little bit today, but yet save up so that they're providing for the future. You're also teaching them, you've got an eternal perspective, so you're helping them understand that really God is their provider, but you've got all these different things going back and forth. 
What is the favorite, as you're dealing with emotions, because a lot of people, there's been a lot of emotions. You know, China's corrected quite a bit. The oil prices are ridiculously low. You got companies, you know, oil companies going bankrupt out of North Dakota. Poor North Dakotans. I mean, seriously, a lot of y'all for and sure. And Texans are starting to get hurt. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's rough. And that's what the Saudis always plan. I mean, they said it last year. We're going to try to put you guys out of business. We don't want you competing with us. And so they're dumping oil. Now the Iranians are dumping oil. So oil market's tough. But, you know, frankly, we all like buck sixty gas. That's kind of nice. Um, but I know that there's market corrections, so there's a lot of topsy-turviness, and it, Friday the close was down, but it's not, you guys don't just get people in for a day. You're trying to help people plan for a lifetime. Luke. Right. Well, I, that, ideally, yeah. That's. I think that's the biggest thing. When we met last week to talk about this as a company, you know, that was our, that was the reminder to ourselves, because not only, you know, there's a, there's a neocortex portion of your brain, and there's a reptilian portion. The neocortex, I'm not going to get technical. I know you're looking at me going, <laughs> like, what nobody knows what this is. Just go looking Google like searching. You're a reptile. Go, Google search neocortex and reptilian brain. You'll get it. But the, the neocortex is your rational thinking. That's the part of your brain where it says, okay, I want objectivity. I need, I got a plan. You know, you have something that's said, and you have a plan to get to where you want want to go. The reptilian brain is the one that's real defensive. It's erratic. That's where you get into the emotional, you know, I've got this chart here called the cycle of marking emotions, and it's got this hills and the valleys, and it's some of these little things is, you know, when things are going great, you're saying to yourself, wow, I'm a smart guy. At the very top, you kind of, you have this euphoric sense, and as it's starting to go down, you go into denial. Then you see fear, depression, panic, and all of a sudden you're like, how could I have been so wrong? So the idea behind this neocortex and this reptilian brain is we want to be your neocortex. The, from an advisory standpoint, when we met last week, it's to remind everyone it's long-term. This is a short-term. The fundamentals of the market are very, very strong. It's fear that's driving to market with oil in China, but mainly fear. You know, we have to somehow put fear into the equation of analyzing a market, and we're here to be objective for you, to stick to our plan. It's a long-term plan. Well, and when you put, when you then add in the context that we serve a risen Lord and Savior, that we have nothing to fear, that we serve a God who who lives outside of time. He knows the end game. We, as Christ followers, we shouldn't be living in fear because God is our provider. But how do you communicate that to your people when you're when you're dealing with marketing emotions, Dave? How do you communicate that? Hey, you should be at peace. You know, in the end game, I've seen how the end game comes out. You're talking about Revelation. You haven't got to the end of the book yet. I know that one doesn't come until May or June, but we win. But we know who wins. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. So how do you how do you speak Christ peace into glorified. people? Yeah, how do you speak peace into people when people are, you know, watching the daily, you know, Dow Industrials? Well, actually, actually, these times when the markets sell off, that's that's it creates a lot of opportunity on the other hand. Everybody gets emotionally in fear, but at the same time, when do you like to buy things in the store when they're on sale? This creates such a great opportunity, even for short-time money-making. So it's it's a good time to uh, good time for us, good time for clients, um, as long as they don't panic and and sell when things are low. Yeah, you like Warren Buffett. What, like what, Buffett, what did Warren yes. Buffett said? Warren Buffett said he likes anything on sales, whether it's socks or stocks. He buys anything on sale. This is a, it is. You're right. It's a good opportunity. I actually we bought into the market on some things today. We had some money. Some clients sent some things in and said, "Hey, find me some good." Without going into you recommendations get, on the air, we went in. Is not a guarantee of future <laughs> results, Randy. Said, "Go get me some," basically, because he understands the the idea of the discounts. Exactly. How often? 
though, do you guys? You guys, you're all dealing with because you're all dealing with business people. You're all dealing with investors, and and Dan, you're dealing with people that you you deal with some that are just the regular employees. They're not in a leadership position. Then you got some people that are leaders, but you guys are all dealing with people that fear sometimes creeps in. Mm-hmm. How do you speak that truth into them, Dan? About hey, fear really should have no place in your life. Well, I'll tell you, I had a, a very good pastor. Uh, who passed away a couple years ago. He's an old Irishman by the name of Pastor Viv. And he. I would bring problems to him over the years, and he would tell me the same thing over and over again. And he would ask me if I considered Matthew 6.33. And Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he's going to add on to you all these things that you're worried about. Amen. In other words, he's going to give them to you. All the things we worry about, the anxiety and the fears over the money and the spouses and the houses and all these things. So Pastor Viv correctly counseled me to focus on my relationship with Christ. First and foremost, that's my prime directive, and to learn to trust him with every area of my life, including my finances. Now, when when the Bible, when you read the Bible, it says, go to godly advisors. So the men that you're, is on the radio today with you are godly advisors. I, I My financial planner is a godly advisor. I seek him out for wisdom. Uh, and I'm a kind of a spiritual advisor to a lot of business people, but but ultimately I always point them back to the Lord himself. Yeah. They've got to be in a relationship with him, a vibrant, living relationship. As you can see, we're having quite a varied conversation today. We've got Dan Schock with CBMC right here in Tampa Bay, a ministry that is exploding in its ministry to Christ-following business people all over Tampa Bay. You can find out lots more about it at BeHisAmbassador.com. We'll have that up on our Facebook page tonight, BeHisAmbassador.com. We also have Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management. And these guys, we're talking about market emotions today and, and how not to get caught up in the emotions of it because we should never be spending money when there's emotion involved. Listen, if you're a Christ follower in a workplace and you're looking for a place to just get encouraged on how to connect your faith with what you do every day, CBMC is a place that you absolutely should get involved with. They, You don't have to be a business owner. You don't have to be a business leader. You can get involved, and it's it's a great place to get involved. They got monthly Bible studies. They got bi monthly meetings, networking meetings called Be His Ambassador. Very, not just networking, but encouraging meetings. Dan, you've got an event coming up on February the 11th. Barb Yoder from Salem Communications, Salem Media Group, going to be the speaker. What, what's she going to be talking about? Do you have any idea? Well, we have 10 biblical attributes that we kind of drill and tra- train on at these lunches. So Barb's going to be talking about one of the biblical attributes about how to live your faith out at work. And so she's going to be sharing a little bit of her testimony and then teaching on the topic of of uh, living out your biblical principles right where you work. So these, I assume, are open to non-members of CBMC? These are open. We're advertising this. This is for anybody in Tampa Bay that would like to be a part of the event. It's just it's not there's no membership. Uh, required. What kind of okay. money? You, yeah. And they could sign up for this at behisambassador.com. Right. How much, uh, like, what's the luncheon cost now? And yeah, now so you're moving the to the center, center club, club. These are not money makers. We're just paying the right. center club for the lunch. It's right. $27 okay. for a, a ticket. That's the cost of the lunch. Or you can buy a table of six and sponsor a table and put your business name on it for uh, $170. Okay. All right. But so the I, idea is to bring people there that are kind of sitting on the sidelines of faith that really aren't active, that, you know, they're Christians and they're business people, but they're not really living out their faith in a way that's effective. Okay. So this is calling them off the sidelines to get involved in some kind of marketplace ministry. Well, name a church in Tampa Bay, Dan, where they can go to be taught what you're teaching them at CBMC. 
<laughs> well, I mean, you're putting me on the spot. No, no. <laughs> if you can give me a name of one, I want the pastor in a studio. Because, I mean, there, I know there's a few of them out there. I know I hear bits and pieces, but what you're encouraging people to do at CBMC is what churches are not, they haven't really under, they, don't, they haven't grasped it yet. Hey, every one of us is a missionary, as you call him, an ambassador to our workplace. We bring the message of God with us wherever we go. And we need to be encouraged and equipped on a weekly basis when we go and be with our body of Christ in our in our equipping session. But that's something that will, people can't go to just any old church and get that message. That's why CBMC is so powerful. Well, I mean, we are a parachurch organization, but but we, in my mind, we exist to serve the church. Sure. I mean, but by you're the way, the body of Christ, the church. By the way, the church is when a group of guys like us are meeting together. Right. This is the church. Mm. But our local church with our local pastor, I love my pastor, and I think he does a tremendous job of teaching. He teaches me. And so I, I, I just try to think of myself as a branch of the local church, and we focus on a couple of things. We have the, uh, you know, we have the lux- luxury of focusing on the Great Commission. Go and make disciples. What does that look like? How does that, how does that practically play out at work? That's the kind of thing we, we talk about. So, so from my perspective, from the outside, it looks very similar to I work for him. So how do you guys... How do you guys defer? How, how how are you guys similar? You know, one of the things that I work for him, I work for him doesn't have a hand-on-hand ministry like uh, CBMC where they're discipling of discipleship the training, groups. The training the part. Training, I mean, we try to partner. Well, really, we just try to be that unifier. I work for him as that place where people can come on the air each and every day and find out about great organizations like CBMC and where they can go and get discipled to understand their faith. Now, I work for him does have business his way, small roundtable discussion groups for small business owners, small Christ-following business owners, to be able to really understand that at a much deeper level. But we don't have anything for just employees or, or supervisors or managers of a business. CBMC touches all of them throughout, whether they're a business owner, leader, all the way down to, hey, it's Betty the secretary. It doesn't matter. And that's the cool part about CBMC. And it's a nationwide ministry, and they're equipped to expand and grow, just as Dan has done so much this year. All right, we got Luke and Dave in here with Bel Air Wealth Management. Guys, we're talking about market emotions and Life is emotional. You know, when you have kids, life's emotional. When you're married, life is emotional. And when your wife is pregnant, life is really emotional. And that was, was that Dan's. Debate? That was Dan. <laughs> no debate there. Uh, Dan's reference. Dan's uh, got a baby, a second baby due in a couple of weeks. Not him, his wife, or a couple of months. Uh, his wife is due. Guys, we deal with these emotions. What kind of silly things do people do when they let emotions drive their investment strategy instead of logic and a plan? There's a. That's a, go ahead, Dave. Go, don't no, fight. Just there's take a them. term called herding. You heard the term herding before? I've heard of people herding, getting hurt. Herding is like when you see cattle and you see sheep, they all kind of follow oh, one. I've seen soccer games, little kids. They do herd soccer. Herd socking. Really? So it's following what everybody else is doing. And what that has what that's led to is a tendency for people to buy high and sell low, right? People are selling now when it's low. For, and then they turn around and they, they buy it high when they feel like it's gotten back in. You know, there's a statistic that says the average investor, this is someone who has a self-managed portfolio that does their own management, over the last 20 years has averaged a net return of 2.5% annualized return over the last 20 years. Over the last 10, it's only been 2.6. I just felt, you know, for that difference, 2.5 justifies over 20 years. The average, the S&P is up 9.5% over that same time period. So if you just put in an index fund and just left it, we're not suggesting you do that because past performance doesn't equal future results. But... <laughs> 
That's nice. that. This is the reason. It's this hurting mentality. It's this loss aversion. It's getting out when it's high when you should be getting out. You know, you should be getting out when it's high, but you're getting out when it's low. Well, and and really, what what you're talking about is eliminating the emotion from the process. And and really, if as Christ followers, it's really important that. You know, you guys can actually pray with clients to say, listen, let's just pray about how we're going to allocate this. Let's just, I mean, what, tell, tell us about, you You are always trying to figure out people's risk tolerance, but you guys have the opportunity to actually seek the Lord and how you plan for people. How often do you get a chance to speak that kind of truth into clients? Most importantly, I, you know, we, we have both believers and non-believers sure. for clients. So, so it's very nice to be able to sit down with unbelievers and explain our perspective and why we're not feeling that fear. But also, you know, we're not saying we're not emotional. My wife would I've say, seen you well, my, my wife would say I'm not emotional, but, uh. <laughs> but, but, uh, but we, we rely on resources that the person on the street does not have. So when you're turning on some of the news programs on television, what sells in the news? Bad news sells. So that's what they're always talking about on, on TV and the talking heads, you see. We have resources that, that we have available and we look at every day that are economists and, and um, stock market analysts that are not emotional to us. All right, we got in studio today Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management talking about the emotions in a marketplace and avoiding just getting carried away by your emotions. We got Dan Schock with CBMC, Area Director. Talking about a great event you got coming up every other month, Dan. You've got an event at the Center Club at from eleven o'clock in the morning. That's when networking starts till about one o'clock at the Center Club. Next one's coming up on the eleventh of February. Is there like a certain? That's a Wednesday, right? Is it? It's no, on a Thursday. Thursday. That's a Thursday. Thursday, Thursday February eleventh. Oh, I put it on my calendator. Yeah, do that. Yeah, I'm February excited. 11th. I think that'll be good. Dave was asking me offline, you know, do you have to be a member? No. CBMC is a marketplace min- ministry, okay? We're an equipping ministry. So I've heard advertisements for C12 and these other guys. We try to work with other ministries to help them become more focused on evangelism and discipleship. That's our mission, to help people become people of faith, become more effective at what they do. We're not trying to grow the membership of CBMC. That's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to grow the people of God inside the kingdom to become more effective. When I first met you, you said, "Hey Jim, you got to come. Uh, you, you've got to come and experience our Timothy Bible study. Timothy, you call Operation it Timothy. Operation Timothy. Thank you." And I'm like, "Dan, it's way too far for me to drive. I'm not going to do it." But I hear about Operation Timothy studies, and I know the people going through them; their lives are really being transformed. And I know that's just one small piece of what goes on. Talk about the ministries of CBMC. You've got this marketplace ambassador event every other month, so that's not enough. People really want to get face-to-face and dig deep into the scriptures and what it says about becoming a missionary to their workplace. They can find out more online about the Marketplace Ambassador Luncheon at BeHisAmbassador.com. Talk about the other studies that you have going on. So we have a lot of weekly studies that take place right now. There's calendars on BeHisAmbassador.com that you can look up the different uh, studies, also on TampaBay.CBMC.com. But you mentioned Operation Timothy. So Operation Timothy is our main discipleship tool. So when you follow the Great Commission of Matthew 28, Jesus uh, has been killed, he's been buried, he's been resurrected, and then he tells the disciples, and therefore us, go and make disciples. And I'm going to be with you to the end of the age through the Holy Spirit. So most people just don't know how to make a disciple, okay? So we sit in church and we go through general discipleship, hopefully with our pastor, then maybe we have the benefit of having a small group, but one-on-one discipleship with a tool like Operation Timothy is really a phenomenal way to learn how to do that. So it's one-on-one. 
Well, well, it's designed to go one-on-one. Okay. Uh, for a Paul, somebody that's uh, mature in their faith, to take a Timothy, who may not be as mature in their faith, to go through it and use this tool, Operation Timothy. And guess what? As a ministry, we're a worldwide ministry. We're a nationwide ministry. We've just invested millions of dollars to take this tool, digitize it, put it online, and give it away for free. So if anybody would like to see the tool, Operation Timothy, mm-hmm. go to advance.cbmc.com, and we give it away to anybody who wants to use it. Advance.cbmc.com. And all of our free ministry tools are on that site. Again, CBMC is an equipping ministry. We're trying to help the people of God become effective at what they do. And that's what I love about CBMC is that it's not all about you. You're really just taking the scriptures and trying to feed them into people at every level of an organization. And that's what I love. I mean, it's not just for the leaders because it, it, you as, you know, let's just call, I've been a minion in a company many, many times, you know, where you don't have any direct influence, but you can have a powerful influence if you'll just take that I work for him nation challenge. Seriously, if you'll start praying for those people around you, if you start getting involved in an organization like CBMC, going through some of these Bible studies, you start, your life starts transforming in Christ. It will impact those around you. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I've seen it every time. It's amazing. Dan, talk about a success story, something you've seen where somebody got involved, maybe since you've been the leader and whose life has changed today and and people wouldn't recognize him. Well, I mean, we were talking about some of the different uh, ministries of CBMC that have come out of the Marketplace Ambassador Initiative. So we have a lot of affinity groups. We concentrate on senior business executives, um, some female business executives. We also concentrate on young professionals. So we're trying to develop the next generation of Christian leader inside the marketplace. So I've had the absolute pleasure of of having uh, 20 different young men that have decided to commit themselves on a monthly basis uh, to the tutor of, of myself and a CEO and to become the next generation of marketplace leaders. So the young professionals movement inside of CBMC, um, there's, you know, I could tell you 20 names right now, but yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. embarrass so any of the guys out there, but it, the idea is to help them start to drill on what does it mean for me to live out my faith at work and still be married and start a family and go through all the rigors and the trials and tribulations of, of life but, but how do I do this with Jesus guiding me? How do I do this in a spirit-led way? And that's the key. And that's a question to go into. the when, when somebody sits down with you, Luke and Dave, to look at their finances, to look at where they're at today and where they want to be when they're 65 or 70, to understand how Christ fits into all that and, and to be at peace with that. Yeah, there's a lot of factors that play into people making decisions about how they invest. I, I love it. I was looking through your list, Dave, because I got Dave's uh, 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 answers to some of the questions. You know, let's talk about things that drive the market into territory that causes emotional responses. And he's got one of them, having a beer with your expert neighbor. Hey, wait a minute. That wasn't mine. That, that was your answer. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't mine. I, I'm going to get in all trouble with my wife again. Here we go. <laughs> I don't it's remember funny, that down. But having it is, a beer but it with your so, expert neighbor. But it oh, is yeah. so true. I mean, we, we, so how do you guys, when we talked in church a couple weeks ago, Dave, I said, okay, are people panicking? Are you getting all kinds of phone calls? He goes, no, not really. Yeah. So how do you instill that peace into people for them to expect the ups and downs of a market? Yeah, we were talking about maturity and, and uh, you know, part of that is being mature. Uh, most of my customers have been through these times more than once before. And they remember that last time, even in 2008, if they kept their money in, they're way above where they were even before 2008. Same thing with 2003. You can go back to 1987 
um, every time it comes back. So, so mature people have the, uh, have the advantage of living through it before. And so the younger, younger people have to realize, and, and uh, you, you hear it on the news, this time is different, this time is different. Mm. Every time we go into something like this, it's different. It's different. Well, <laughs> mostly it's not different. It's, it's close to the same as it was before. Well, Solomon said it 3,500 years ago. Yeah, right. There's nothing new under the sun. Exactly. <laughs> well, and, and you know what? It's so true. All the things he talked about, the hopelessness of life, that you could put all your money, you could put all, invest all your money into, into in real estate or invest it all into, her, uh, he was commodities broker. Right, right. You know, gold. Gold. And, people, and, and, and land. Pe- yeah, gold people, land, and, well, that's the real estate part, but then uh, yeah. the camels and cattle, and, and then he had relationships. You know, he chased women. I mean, harem, harem, yes. He had a, I mean, <laughs> Will Chamberlain barely had anything on Solomon. I mean, seriously. I mean, when you think about that, yet Solomon was the wisest man in the world, yet he was driven by emotion. And once once he stopped, once, once, his, once his looks, once he stopped keeping his eye on the Lord and got distracted by all of his pagan wives, he really lost the peace that God brings in a situation like now. And it took him a long time to realize that. He wrote, he wrote Ecclesiastes late in life. So, so when he said everything is like a vapor, finally he realized that things on earth are very temporary. And, um, you know, keep, keep your eyes on, on the end, which is God, and he'll take care of you. Now, it's Luke, like chasing the wind, right? It is. Exactly. Well, and you could chase the wind. Well, it's fun to chase a dust devil, but you don't, you don't really get anything out of it. When you, Luke, you've been in as an investment advisor for a few years now, but you've yeah. got long-time experience in real estate and in mortgages, and so you've dealt with these ups and downs. You've got really a very broad view of the economy. What do you what do you see as the encouraging parts of what's going on right now? Yeah, well, on the real estate side, you know, in the investment side, the media is like your worst uh, your worst nightmares because that CNBC stands for constantly negative broadcast channel. So they're you know they're one of your biggest uh, you know advocates for the, the the skies falling, the chicken little. In the real estate, it's the exact opposite. I mean, you have reports coming out left and right where the median household and the median price is going up. Interest rates are going up. Property values are going up. So what do people want to do? They want to jump in. It's kind of like buying high. I tell people who want to build a real estate portfolio now, if they're looking to buy something and try to, and now is probably not your best time to do that. You want to, you might want to wait for the next cycle. If you're looking to build something and, and, and turn it over rather quickly in the six to 12 month period, there's still some opportunities there to do that but on the the mortgage side you know the process is getting longer the uh, the guidelines are getting tougher um government more government intrusion. more government yes yes um so you know from that perspective i you know I, I do bring a little bit of that all together on the finance side and um you know there you're talking about scripture there was a second timothy 1 7 just getting to your timothy operation it says for god gave us a spirit not of fear but of power and love and self-control and it kind of goes in hand in hand with what we're doing now if you don't have that kind of self-control reach out to someone who has it. And that's really hopeful. Dave and I come in from the uh, biblical perspective and we try to be that rational side for you. Dan, when you're dealing with business owners and you're, you're, you're trying to be that rational side in helping them understand the significance of their faith and how it applies to everything that they do every day. And, and, and you're living that out. You've been a Christian business owner. You, you, you really, you're taking the experience that you had as a Christian business owner, getting to apply it and, and help mentor uh, Christ followers and help them understand the connection between their faith. How do you, 
how do you, I mean, how do you share your testimony? How do you help people dot the I's and cross the D's? Because there's a lot of people that are like, well, I got my business life Monday through Friday, and I got my, my spiritual life weekend, uh, nights and weekends. I mean, how do you help them? Well, I think one of the greatest dangers that we have as people of faith is our ability to compartmentalize our faith away from the other aspects of our life. So what I'll do is I'll just coach people how to stop compartmentalizing and start integrating their faith back into all areas of their life. And it goes back to my old pastor, Viv, telling me Matthew 6.33, seek first the kingdom of God, reprioritize my life. I got to get my perspective right. So that starts with the basics, the fundamentals. Just like investing has fundamentals, the spiritual life has fundamentals. Are you getting up and doing a morning quiet time? Are you in the word every morning? Are you praying? Are you hearing from God? Is he guiding you? Do you have unconfessed sin in your life? Are you, are you going to your local church? Or do you have relationships with Christians? Do you have godly advisors in your life? These are the fundamentals. These are the blocking and tackling of faith. It's not mm-hmm. complicated, but guess what? A lot of people are getting fooled. I think that the enemy is having his way with a lot of people. He pulls people away from God's game plan for their life and gets them chasing after large amounts of debt and too much house. And, and look, we see it every day. Stick to the fundamentals. Get godly counselors in your in your life and follow the word of God. Get close to him. Stick to the fundamentals. That's another great thing for yeah. you guys, Luke and Dave, yeah, as you like guys that. deal with people every day. You know, what's really cool about what you guys do as, as wealth advisors at Bel Air Wealth Management Dave, Dave, seriously, oh, you, you yeah, do so much better for that. But but just the fundamentals, and, yes. and that's really the fundamentals of the market are good as long as the world hasn't collapsed completely. As it reads in the end of Revelation, the fundamentals of the market are good because there's opportunity. There's huge opportunity. Amen. We've got Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management here talking about the emotions of the market and how we can eliminate and avoid being emotional in our investment choices. We've got Dan Shock. He's with CBMC right here in Tampa Bay. He's the director, and he, you can find more about his ministry at BeHisAmbassador.com. Dan, how do we avoid being emotional in bringing our faith to the workplace and be effective? Well, I don't know if you can ever be avoid being emotional. We're, we're emotional creatures. But where do we place our trust? Okay. You said earlier something that I want to point out, the eternal perspective. Hey, guys, is God sovereign? Is he sovereign? Is he really in control of our lives, even in a fallen world? So where are we placing our trust? Do we have an eternal perspective or do we have a temporal perspective where everything's temporary? Surround yourself with godly advisors. You got a couple on the show right here. Uh, I'm certainly, I attempt to be a godly advisor to business people. And and guess what? God's plan is to spread faith through the planet, fill the planet with his family. Okay. And he's chosen us to do it. So we need to get busy doing his work. Dan Schock with CBMC, BeHisAmbassador.com. Luke and Dave, keeping the emotion out of it, making solid choices. You guys bring an eternal perspective when you guys help people set up their investment plan and prepare for retirement. How do you keep the emotion out of it? Well, just like we're all, it's inherent. It's it's human nature. It's no matter what you can do, you can give your absolute best efforts to try to do it on your own. But usually you're going to fail when your emotions get involved. That's really what we're here to do is come alongside of you in these times where despite your best intentions, you cannot stick to a strict investment strategy. That's where we come. And by the way, buy and hold is not necessarily a strict investment plan. All right, those guys are found online at Bel Air Wealth Management.com. 
That's <laughs> Luke and Dave. No, you're supposed to be paying attention. All right, as we come to the end of another I Work For Him show, fast-moving show, but thanks for tuning in today on I Work For Him. Thanks to Jose Cruz for all of his support today. This has been the toughest show he's ever had to run for I Work For Him. Thanks to our show sponsors. Find out lots about them online, right on the front page of I Work For Him, right at the bottom, all their logos. Click on them, find out more about Luke and Dave. And uh, all the other ministries and businesses that support I Work For Him. When you get home and you're on that website, please consider joining the I Work For Him nation. Click on the flag and make that commitment to start praying for your coworkers and employees today. And we learn today that our faith can sometimes get we can sometimes falter in our faith when we let the emotions of our of the world attack us and get us. Dan's dealing every day with people in the workplace that that sometimes get scared and they get overwhelmed by the pressures. But the good news is we serve a sovereign Lord. We serve a, an almighty God who created it all and holds time in his hands. And he's got our back and he can give us the confidence to bring our faith into the workplace. And Luke and Dave, every day as they deal with people, they bring an eternal perspective and they help people recognize that, listen, God's in control. These roller coaster markets, that's just part of what it's always been like. Markets are up and down. That's how you make money. We've got to just step back and realize that there's a battle for the co- the souls of our coworkers and employees every day. The enemy takes it seriously. Are you taking it seriously? Join the I Work For Him nation and join a nation of people praying for the people that they work for. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower and I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for him. Yeah.